0: If I fall asleep halfway through this podcast, I don't know why. I feel like I just got hit with a wave of like being super tired. You look like
1: you're like death warmed up right now.
0: I don't know why. I'm just like, not like. I don't think I look like if I put on like happy face Ryan. It's just like, but like just my general to like I don't look like I don't have like bags or anything. It's just like, hey Laurel, listeners, he has bags. Well, I always have bags. I'm getting. I'll start looking. The more older I get, the more my eyes look like the Emperor from Star Wars. Huh.
1: Well, I'm drinking a very large glass of wine because we said we were doing Craniac's Happy Hour, even though it is almost 10 p.m.
0: Oh, I didn't know we were doing it today.
1: <laughs> well, I was uh, FaceTiming with Amy earlier and I was like, I'm going to be drinking wine!
0: <laughs> I uh, I think if I go and I get a drink, it's like going to be like,
1: hey, welcome to... <laughs>
0: getting old folks
1: that reminds me of when i was when i was in london this fall leah just has like the stamina of like she can get four hours of sleep and just like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. go like hard the next day everywhere
0: i feel like you've told me this and for you to say that like i'm so far on the other side of you you're still one (laughs) of my more like partying friends so
1: (sighs) well it's just funny that like when we were in like london leah would be like let's go here to get a drink and i'd be like yes that sounds great can i also have a coffee (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> I was like I gotta get some caffeine in me Before I consume any alcohol um, how, how are you doing on uh, day three Of work from home life?
0: I, I Have you ever seen Muppet Treasure Island?
1: Uh, like once And I don't really remember it
0: No, never mind I've got cabin fever I am Took a walk uh, At lunch Which helped a bit
1: mm-hmm.
0: I just I was like I need to get out of here This is extrovert hell
1: um, but you're but you're not an extrovert you've, you've talked about yes, I you've am. talked about being an introvert before
0: no I haven't I'm a major extrovert I may have introvert qualities where every once in a while I like to stay in but that lasts for an evening
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i
0: i have I have seen I have been out of the house twice now since about Friday evening
1: yeah. That's, that's same for me. I ran some errands on Saturday, and then on Sunday, I had to run up to my office to get my work notebook and got some gas in my car. And that's that's been it. So if I do have this whole coronavirus thing, you're welcome, everybody, for distancing myself.
0: Yeah, I Tara has been nice enough to, like, if we need something to go out and grab it typically, but both of us have been mostly staying indoors.
1: Yeah, I've heard that, you know, if you were in a household, you should designate one person as the person to leave that you all like there's no taking turns like one person is the one to go right. and, like, run errands so
0: there's a there's a slack channel on our company one that's kind of like a private one that a few of us are in there's like the the covid crew and it's just people like panicking about everything there's like five of us are just like i read this and i heard this and I uh you know, like there's the one thing where someone's saying the best thing for us to do is like we do two months of social distancing and then we all go back to normal, then two months and that which I'm like, that'll never work. That's what I was just second- reading
1: was that it's yes. we've gotta do like a mass thing of like suppression as they called it. And then it's like, you go to three mm-hmm. weeks of normal and then two more weeks of suppression. And
0: that's never going to work because as soon as it becomes routine, people, even more people every time are going to be like, well, F this, I'm yes, not doing it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I never thought I would say this, but I do kind of wish we were in a society like China where the government's like, you're doing this. And everyone's like, <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> there's a good chance you wouldn't have made it this far as a woman laurel if you lived in we all lived in china i
1: don't know i think they they prize us ladies because we got to carry the one child we're allowed to have
0: they literally like have a problem with killing babies baby girls at birth don't they well, they used to well, maybe they maybe, Boy.
1: maybe they used to but like y- you gotta have women to have the one child that you're allowed to have Okay. don't see men popping those out.
0: I mean, not that this is a country that's much better when it comes to treatment the of women. treatment of women, but I would put it above communist China.
1: Um, yes, obviously, there are many reasons why I don't want to live in communist China, but talk about someone who knows how to knock out the coronavirus. Sounds,
0: sounds pretty, pretty un-American here, <laughs> Laurel. This is when we... <sighs>
1: This is when the FBI is, subpoenas our podcast. <laughs> this is
0: this is when this turns into the McCarthy tapes with Ryan uh, against Laurel. <laughs> um.
1: Anyway, I have actually really been enjoying something where listeners, if any of you follow me on Instagram, which I realize now is perhaps like three of you, <laughs> um i've started an instagram story highlight where i am posting anything new any new media that i'm consuming during this social distancing time using the hashtag quarantine.ment and <laughs> thank you thank you
0: i missed what the first i was like what'd you say and then when it all clicked i was like genius thank you um
1: <laughs> And it's been, it's been fun not, not only to, like, share my thoughts, which I love doing. I have a podcast. But um, it's also fun when people respond. Like, people who I don't normally really interact with a lot in real life or, like, social media or texting or anything are responding to things. So it's been fun. That's a silver lining to this whole isolation. I,
0: I keep feeling the problem with having my computer at home is, like, I'm very much someone where, like, uh, when I work on, like, Projects like writing projects or something. I go to the library or I go somewhere else. And, and 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 home is home and and work is work. And so right now I get done at work and I'm like God. I, like it's 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 doubling up on my not wanting to be here.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Because because there's no escape. Yeah. Yeah. There's no separation. And it's
0: also, I was talking to someone at work, and it's funny because I have found more people. Like when I'm just usually like, hey, you know, I send someone a message at work that's like, hey, do you know how to do this? And they're like, yeah, come over. I'll show you. Or Mm -hmm. here's how you do it. Or, hey, what's this? Uh, And now it's like, so how are you doing? What do you do? Mm -hmm. Like everyone's like way more social with each other and catching up. And and like I had one guy who was like, what games are you playing? And I'm like, that's what it came down to. He's like, at least there's all these games out that we can, you know, sit down and get through. And I was just like, I don't want to play a game like I want to read or I want to do something not screen related like yes. I'm even watching stuff with Tara and it's kind of like I'm like uh it's funny because I don't want to be screen related but I do want to play like the most inane tap games on my phone where it's like oh my idle resort is I added a new bathtub to room four uh, like anything that's like I either want stuff that's like zombified or I don't I, I don't know man I don't know what's going on with me. No,
1: I, I I'm, I'm the, losing it. I'm the same way about screens though. Like I was it maybe Sunday, um, I was just like I've watched so many like I watched like three or four episodes of Madam Secretary and then I like watched a movie and then I was like, Okay, I'm gonna put something else on. I was like, No, I'm so tired of looking at a screen. So I started Is this
0: the second watch through of Madam Secretary?
1: No, it's my first.
0: How many uh, seasons
1: uh the sixth season ended in November that was the final season um, it was an abbreviated one but I only did it I, just I, drop I, what
0: did it just drop <laughs> I, I just I feel like this is an old show you've talked about Oh, no
1: and, um it's I can, I can only watch it when it hits Netflix because I don't have CBS all access and it, the mm-hmm. seasons are like 22 episodes and they're they're kind of heavy episodes mm-hmm. so I can't usually binge you know like a bunch so okay. I just yeah I just I'm honestly just behind. Um, but and this is with Tia Leone. Tia Leone, yes. It's not Tia. No, I believe it's Tia.
0: It's not Aunt Leone.
1: <laughs> no, but I... it is a the amount
0: of laugh that came through is exactly what that joke deserves. It was like, mm, like that was part, <laughs> like exactly.
1: Um. No, but I, I do, I do recommend Madam Secretary. If you haven't watched it, I really recommend Madam Secretary. However, one of the episodes was about a measles outbreak, and someone in <laughs> her staff had to be quarantined, and I was like, well, there's no escape. Mm. So yeah you,
0: you know what some people i see i'm too tired for even a segue you, you know what she uh, can't escape is is us talking <laughs> about fraser hello seattle i'm ryan i'm laurel and we're the craniacs we get together more often when we're quarantined and <laughs> and talk about fraser uh laurel here is a longtime time fraser watcher i am the, going through the, the uh series for the first time, and we are currently on season five. Today we're going to be talking about two episodes, the first of which is episode, I don't have the number here, okay. episode 16, mm-hmm. Beware of Greeks. Uh-huh. Boy, what a strangely racist episode.
1: <laughs> um, I, I don't know that I would say racist, I would say like uh, some some cultural stereotypes. Yes.
0: Yes uh fraser discovers that the crane men are not invited to a family wedding because of a grudge fraser's intense greek aunt <laughs> has held against him ever since i'm sorry he there gave are so many son, like Nikos,
1: redundancies in that sentence <laughs> yes
0: ever since some, he gave her son nico some advice she didn't like um one thing i want to start off with in this is that greek food is wonderful and I don't know what there's this underlying weird thing about Greek food being bad in this episode. Yes,
1: or being like uh, like low class. Like, oh, he's like, oh, stuffed grape leaves and zither music. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't love stuffed grape leaves. I, I will say that. But like, I'm sorry. And I wrote down, if I had a family that owned a Greek restaurant, I would be enormous.
0: <laughs> well, I looked it up and this is about four years before my big fat Greek wedding. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this is a time before, not that... I haven't seen My Big Fat Greek Wedding and I think maybe that maybe doesn't necessarily embrace stereotypes. Joe, we found a
1: cultural touchstone movie that Ryan hasn't seen. <laughs> I know.
0: I, well, It also came out in 2002 and I think I was like you know, just in college so I was like, I I, I, I did kind of a reverse on some art, art more like, I don't even call My Big Fat Greek Wedding an art film but it wasn't like I had a bunch of art, uh, film majors I lived with. So anything that, if there was a time when I was like, you know what, I don't want to talk about anything. I just want to watch something with explosions for about two or three years, mm. probably because of that.
1: Yeah, my but big I don't Fred know. Greek. I
0: just missed the boat on it.
1: Joe, if you want to have us on for um, my big fat Greek wedding, that would we would we would happily. Joe. Yeah. Jo- Joe of the editing bay.
0: Oh. Oh, I'm like trying to figure out if you have How a Greek tired friend. tired are you? I'm very tired.
1: <laughs> I don't know why.
0: And it was like, I was just laying down. I was like, I gotta do the podcast. <laughs> you know, you could like, have
1: said like, I can't do it tonight.
0: Nope, I'm going to do it. It's like when, uh, when Obi-Wan turns off the tractor beam and that noise is like.
1: Beow.
0: That's a cultural touchstone. There, ninety percent of our listeners are laughing because they know exactly what I'm talking about. Is
1: that in um, a New Hope? Swish. Yes. Okay. Well, it's been a while since I've seen that movie.
0: Um. No, but the, I I feel like maybe we kind of all decided that Greek was good around 2002, and this was 98. Well, I also I so. mean I,
1: I think we have to realize that Greek food was not really other than like spanakopita. It was like if back in the late 90s, if someone was like, name three things you'd find on a Greek restaurant menu, you, you would have no idea. Like hummus wasn't even really a thing yet. So <laughs>
0: olive spinach. Uh-huh. I feel like I would have no idea.
1: Yeah, like lamb. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Greek foods now, you know now kind of in the mainstream. So, um I had a uh,
0: I I had a very distinct time in my life that was like a greek awakening for me where whoa. uh a friend of a friend of mine uh Paul uh do you know Janelica? Janelica but it's now Janelica.
1: You have you've referenced them to me because you call them as one unit. Like yeah. Paul and Janelica. Paul
0: and Janelica. So, Janelica wanted to go to a Greek thing. There's been a lot of times in our life where Janelica has wanted to do something cultural, and I've been like, "This is stupid." Especially when I was in college, and we went. and I it was one of those things where I'm like, "This is dumb." This is Ryan walking into the Greek festival. This is stupid. This is Ryan walking out of the Greek festival. When is the next Greek festival? <laughs> this is wonderful. They had every every booth had fresca. I love fresca. I tried all this this Greek food. I you may not like stuffed grape leaves. I love dolmas. Is that how you oh yeah, you had dolmas, yeah. Oh, I went nuts. I was just like walking around there giving free samples. And like, I think I ate so much Dolmus at this one place where they're like, giving away. She's like, he loves it. Because it's also we're dealing with like Greek people. She's like, he loves it. And I'm like, I do love it. Nom, 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 nom. And they kept giving it to me. I was like, I think I found out I loved olives there. I used to not love olives as a kid because my sister used to put olives in her mouth with pimentos. Uh-huh. And she'd like bite the back and she'd be staring at me like this and go. <laughs> and the pimento would get sucked in, but the olive would stay there. Okay. Which I believe there's a joke there about my sister, but I'm not going to make it anyway. Uh... So,
1: I I also used to not like olives, um. So every so you you're familiar with the whole thirty that crazy eating thirty day like strict paleo eating plan. I thought, yes. Okay.
0: I Well, I've heard of it. I don't but, think if you put a gun to my head, I could tell you. Right. What right. Right. right a but, eat. but
1: you but you you understand the gist of it. Yeah. Um. So every time I do a whole thirty, um, for the most part, I end up liking some food I previously didn't. And the last one I did, it was olives. And when I mm-hmm. was But prior to that, I went to Greece, and when I was in Greece, I did a food tour, and one of the food tours was they took us, part of it was they took us to a market and like an olive stand at the market, and they had to start with really mild olives and move all our way, move the way up. And I tried, I had like five olives, and then I just couldn't have any (laughs) more.
0: Oh, wait, wait, five is a lot. How, what was the sum total of olives? Oh, I, th-
1: I think it was like eight or nine. The, the tour guide was very impressed because my friends were, I was. I went with two girlfriends and my friends were like, she doesn't like olives. And I was like, no, but I'd like win in Rome. So I was like, here we go. And and I kept being like, uh-huh. Okay, okay. And finally I was like, I can't have any more. What, what,
0: what, what, like, what were they doing? You said like from the easiest olive to the to the hardest. They, olive. they were going from like, like, were like they getting it, saltier. Um, or?
1: yes, and kind of more like y Like the first ones were like you know kind of your basic really like plump green olives that don't really mm-hmm. like. It, we were not starting out with like black Kalamata, Kalamata olives. However, what do I have in my fridge right now? A huge vat of black Kalamata olives I got at Costco. But you
0: don't like them or just no no i'm saying i like them already. no i like
1: them now because i've done a whole 30 yeah. after that i did i did another whole 30 and i yeah, started yeah, to okay. like olives yeah, yeah. so i'm just that's saying. gonna be it was, a bummer
0: was, to leave a place that's known for something and then suddenly like the thing that they go there yes
1: however when i was in london in the fall man this trip's coming up a lot on this i've talked about this trip like three or four times today um when I was in London in the fall, we went to the Portobello Market in Notting Hill and they had an olive, like an olive stand. And so I just, I just filled a little container full of olives and just like all these different types. And I just walked along the market just eating olives. And it was- That
0: sounds, that sounds wonderful.
1: It was, it was. Um, but anyway, yes, sorry, Greek food. Go back to that. The the, the Greek, the Greek I mean, fair. We,
0: that was pretty much it. It was just, I went and I had such a wonderful time and they had like, and it was so, it was in like, Oh, uh, uh, Addison, I think. Oh,
1: it wasn't at the, so it was in Dallas. It wasn't at the Greek Orthodox Church that's at, like, Hillcrest in Spring Valley?
0: It might have been. Okay. I do remember. because they have a big exactly. Greek festival
1: every, well, you know, they have a big Greek festival, but also, you're right, Addison might, too.
0: Yeah. Well, whatever it was, but it was, so, I, I just thought of Addison, because I, I might be confusing it with the T- Addison October Festival. Or, or Fest the Taste
1: Addison that they have. Yes. Um, um. I went to a Greek festival this past May in D.C. at the Greek Orthodox Church, which is right next to the National Cathedral. And it was very stereotypical as well. Like, I swear every every man that we met was named Nikos, um, <laughs> to the point that it got really confusing. But uh, my friend's husband is very much into agriculture and works for the government in agriculture. And so he was talking with Nikos, like, really intensely about, like, uh, oh, what is it? Not, uh, like, erosion maps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then this is an old man, Nikos. Then young man Nikos comes over and like brings bottles of wine and we're all enjoying ourselves. And then young man Nikos and I end up like striking up conversation. And he like dances with me on the dance floor. And by the end of the night, my friends were like, are you and young Nico's now married? We feel like y'all walked yeah. around this table like three times, which <laughs> means you're, like, you're now married. Yes,
0: He like led you around three times. You're like, this
1: is an interesting
0: hat <laughs> made of grape leaves. Yes. What do you mean step on this glass? Okay. Yes. Everyone's
1: like, open. You're like, what happened? Yes. No, like that was like, like people like danced in a circle. This like, it was, yeah, it was your very stereotypical <laughs> Greek. Uh, That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a good what, time.
0: So, I could talk about Greek food forever, but let's talk a little bit about this episode. Okay, so
1: big picture, what are your thoughts about this episode?
0: I mean, it was okay. There were parts of it that were funny, but it was...
1: So I love this episode. Oh, really? (laughs) This is probably one of my low-key favorites. Like, it's never one that I would recommend if someone was like, what are your favorite Frasier episodes? It would never be like one that I would mention, but it's one that I'm always happy to see.
0: I feel like if it was if you were telling me it was a like backdoor pirate pi- backdoor pirate r <laughs> a backdoor pilot for a uh, like bad nineties Greek family sitcom I'd be like okay she was just a, she just felt like she was in a different show than, well, than Frasier you know
1: who the she is it's Patty LaPone
0: has she been on the show before she has been or a caller in? before because we have yeah. definitely talked
1: about her and you have been like who okay Patty LaPone yeah. is a Seven-time Tony-nominated. Two-time Tony winner. Like, she is a stage actress. So she right, chooses the scenery. Right, because like
0: yeah, it feels like she's acting to the back of the room
1: in this one. She was nominated for an Emmy for this performance. She did not win. Really? But she was not... As soon as she was... I was like, she got nominated for an Emmy, didn't she? Um, I, I just... I love this episode so much. I love her as Aunt Zora. I love the way she ends, like, very threatening um, sentences with, Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Which... I will, my parents will be like, oh, Laurel says that. I repeat that to them many times. Does she come back? She does not, sadly.
0: She definitely felt like a character that was going to come back.
1: Nope, we never hear about the Greek side of the family again, as far as I know. Um, but I don't know. I kind of like Fraser with his tail between his legs. I liked that he was like mm-hmm. starting the show off kind of already on an uneven foot and was trying to like get back at someone's good graces.
0: I, I think what was good about this one is is after the last two episodes of Frasier kind being kind of being a SHIT, he was more like in this one out I don't know if we spell it probably one of the letters anyway I'll just bleep the whole thing out just let me know in um he uh you're I, I like this, this one I like what you're talking about I like I like in this one he was right like he was doing the right mm-hmm. thing. Not necessarily he was right, but he was doing something good mm-hmm. and doing doing the noble thing at the cost of himself and his family. And as much as as you know, uh, Martin yelled at him at the beginning. I feel like at the end he's like, "Oh well, I guess this is happening again." Didn't seem too bothered by it.
1: Mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed um, Martin and Walt reuniting. And just basically saying platitudes to each other, like, oh house tricks, yeah. well, you know how it is. They keep you busy. Oh boy, I tell ya
0: <laughs> Yeah. I that actor who played Walt has been in a million things, I feel oh, like. Oh, has he? Yeah, I, I feel like I've seen him in stuff. I know he was in like Angel and stuff like that, but he's gotta be in something else. I just can't remember what. But Um I'm Like, what is this picture from? This picture looks familiar. Yeah, it is. Angels, is what I remember him from, but he usually, be, but he because he plays a dad cop in that. But I think he's one of those type of. I think he's like if Martin hadn't gotten this role, he probably would have. Got it. Or he, or it feels like he would have been playing a, a character at Duke's. Um, like those are the kind of roles he usually has. Um,
1: I would also like to point out that Patty Lapone also went to Juilliard. Mm. As the Keltie grammar, as we know, and I actually need to see if they went to Juilliard at the same time. Um. Because I decided to just take a little... um, Oh, no, I I don't think they did. Um, She went Mm -hmm. to Juilliard at the same time as Kevin Klein. Oh, she was in the first graduating class of Juilliard's drama division. Wow. Okay, clearly I'm the only one who's very impressed by that.
0: Uh, I just didn't know that about... I don't think I knew that Kelsey Grammer went to Juilliard. We've, We've talked about this. Because one... We've talked about a lot of
1: things. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that we have... Um, no, well, in one of the first episodes, he's playing the piano. And you were like, is that really Kelsey Grammer playing? And I was like, yeah, he's Juilliard trained.
0: Is that really Niles playing in the next episode? I think it is. Yeah, it sounds just sloppy enough that it felt like it was him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: no, I think, I think it is. Um, I... This episode, though, made me think about, like, um, family feuds and uh
0: like like the game yeah. show or for real family feuds
1: both <laughs> I love both um I, I i will not go into the details but there is a a family feud with some not within like any of my like family i see regularly but with further a feud Gary,
0: right in. <laughs> Let us know what's up.
1: Um i know he's definitely aware of what the feud is but um further afield family and, and we still we, we, we like my family doesn't my side of the family doesn't really know a whole lot about it but so we speculate a lot um, is it that one you told me about where
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> um, I okay like I like this one. I liked the juggling thing. I, for some reason, very much like Crystal immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel too bad for the other woman,
1: Marianne. Well, and, and they don't they don't make her sympathetic. They very much play her. They dated for a few months. She wants to piss her parents off for the, the life yeah, they yeah. forced her into. And then
0: Crystal was, like, adorable. She can't, What was she dressed as? Oh, my
1: gosh. She looked almost like um what pops out of a jack-in-the-box.
0: Yes. Or sort of like the guards in uh, the Vatican. <laughs> But not quite the Swiss guards. you
1: know what I'm talking about? I mean, I, I didn't think that was what they what they wore. She almost looked like someone out of um like Princess Bride or like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
0: Yes. Oh, the child catcher oh, God. or whatever. Okay,
1: we can't really talk about it. I, I like we'll have nightmares if we talk about the child catcher. What does he say? It's, it's, it was, okay, it, anyway. Isn't he trying to like talk? Is he talking about like candy? Because he has like candy for children like lollipops. Uh,
0: yes. Uh, here's a picture of a Swiss guard. Let me definitely they're about
1: to be like, here's a picture of the child catcher.
0: Oh, now I'm gonna have a really hard time not sending you that instead. Open image at new tab. I'm not gonna do that though. I'm not a monster. Please, still. I'm a little bit of a monster. If, if, uh, if you do this, this podcast, is one, ends. it, it price no. It's Swiss guard. I promise you. Okay, yeah. Like well, I can, uh, I can also
1: see in the URL it says Swiss guard. So oh no, it went away again. Gosh. Okay, come back. This is a really great podcast material. I was about
0: to say. Oh, it does a lot look like work, the you know? Swiss guards. Yes. Um, Those are atrocious. <laughs> do you want to do you want to rate this one? Oh, I or do you, oh wait, do we want to talk about Niles's uh, Yvonne?
1: Uh, uh, the uh,
0: juggiest uh, woman that has ever been on <laughs> Fraser.
1: See, this is where it's like me being a woman is I mean obviously I noticed that she, her, her she had ample bosom, but uh yeah. but like I'm just kind of like, "Oh, okay." And then I I realized like every time she came on screen, all men were probably like, "Oh,
0: I mean, it wasn't like, oh, like, oh my. It was just like, what? It was like, good heavenly. Like, anytime she moved, I was just like, oh, there she goes. Because there was, she would bounce. And then, like, a half a second later, there would be the final bounce.
1: I just, I kind of enjoyed that everybody got a, like, funny, nonsensical storyline, though. Like, like a, a, yes. a not consequential one. Um, like, I love that cousin Zora, Aunt Zora, thought that Daphne was um, was, like, Martin's companion. <laughs>
0: Man, I also oh, I gotta be real careful with this story, but I've definitely been to company outings, not at my current company, where some of the higher up executives have 100% come with escorts, like no question.
1: Escorts, not like mistresses, but like escorts.
0: Oh, could be mistresses. I didn't see them again the next year, so I just assumed they were only hired for that event. However, I also wasn't hanging out with a lot of uh, executives, so
1: could have been mistresses. Huh. What else
0: do you want to talk about? you got any LOLs?
1: The whole show is an LOL. Like, I just love every time <laughs> she's like, Am I night? <laughs> I just, like, I, I, was, I love this episode so much. I guess I just
0: don't find casual racism okay, as Okay, it's as not.
1: You do. I, <laughs> and, and listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think this is casual racism. I think, if anything, it is some light cultural appropriation.
0: It's Greek face. Patty Lapone is in Greek face.
1: This show is also. Twenty-two years old. <laughs> so, like again, like you said, my big fat Greek wedding cannot come out yet. Also, my big fat Greek wedding cultural appropriation, in my opinion.
0: Wasn't she Greek?
1: She was, but I think they they go they do a lot of like stereotypical Greek tropes in it.
0: I don't know if that's cultural appropriation, but I think it's tropey. Oh, uh, uh,
1: yeah, cultural appropriation. Wrong, wrong word. Stereotyping would be
0: a, yeah cultural appropriation if it's a white person right was yeah. like this is what everything should be like. Um. I I thought it was fine. I mean, I've got my rating locked and loaded, so I'm now relying on you if you have anything else to say about this one.
1: Other than this is just, I am always happy when this is an episode that I can watch.
0: What's your rating? Um, You
1: know what? I am, I'm going to go big. I'm going to give this, (sighs) okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it nine meat cleavers.
0: Whoa! This has got to be our biggest disparity because I give it five hammered steaks. Oh, I thought it was fine.
1: I just, I, I love, I love this episode.
0: I think even if I was in a better place and really laughing along, I might have given it a six.
1: I, I, I totally admit that this is not that I, like, like I said, it's a low key favorite. It's never one I would actually put in my like top five, but it's not necessarily even one maybe I would even recommend to people if they're like, give me an episode of Fraser to watch. It's just one that I, And just so happy to see It's kind of like some of my lesser favorite episodes of Parks and Rec
0: And I I think one of the things That's good about this show that you and I do Is that it's not us going like You're wrong, you're dumb, Jane, you ignorant slut It's nothing like that It's just like You're like This is how I Mm -hmm. feel And let me just better explain how I feel And I'm just like I'm obviously in a sleepy place and it also just didn't really do much for me. I don't know. I I mean, I think if I dig deep I whole I, I like the whole thing with the wedding and everyone like you said everyone having a story and being in a weird place in those weddings where you go and it's like, oh, here's someone I haven't seen before and you either pick up you either pick up like Martin and his brother like you haven't seen him in a while but you pick right up or there's like this weird stunted like you have a a story that went on at the last wedding with someone and then it's almost like nothing happened and then you guys pick up that storyline again. Mm-hmm. Like uh Niles and
1: Yvonne. Excuse me, Yvonne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Yeah. I just I don't know. I loved I love it. But turning the page uh, literally. <laughs>
0: the next one we're looking at, guys, is uh, the perfect guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a good-looking doctor joins the radio station as the host of a new medical show fraser can't believe he is as perfect as he seems and refuses to rest until he discovers the man's flaw uh do you you ever see the rocketeer
1: no but i've seen the movie enough with j-lo and he plays the abusive husband so
0: (laughs) you've seen the movie what enough oh the movie's called enough The movie's
1: called enough with j-lo
0: but when you say i've seen the movie enough i'm like what movie have you seen enough <laughs> like the movie
1: what do you mean uh this is a uh my mom and my like guilty pleasure movie where he is billy campbell plays the abusive husband and no kidding. she spends the entire movie trying to get away from him and then realizes she can't so she takes it upon herself to um beat him up go after him and he is so good in that movie as the villain that I really cannot take him seriously in any other role where he's, like, not a villain. So, no, I have not seen the Rocketeer. I'm
0: trying to just... I'm just looking and seeing what else he's been in, but, like, the two that are up to the first are the Rocketeer followed by Enough. I vaguely remember this movie, like, the trailers for this movie, but I don't remember.
1: J-Lo has really short hair for most of the movie, and it was, like, a big deal that she had, like, mm. like cut her hair.
0: Do you think Billy Campbell is uh, as dreamy as everyone makes him out to be in this episode? No. (laughs) I mean, I think he's good looking, but I don't think he's like. I think it's everything on top of it. I did like every time Roz saw him and was like, like, probably me if I ever met Roz. Uh,
1: Oh, (laughs) 100%. 100%, Yes. Um, I was. Roz's reaction, though, reminded me of. I'm trying to think. I feel like once I was around, like,. A celebrity or something and I was just like all I could do was just be like
0: <laughs> Uh wasn't you like that with or maybe I just thought I just said you were going to be like that around David Hyde Pierce, but you had like legitimate you you said something. We had a and conversation like, nice and day. then I
1: cried. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Speaking I
0: I think we would Oh, oh right. I was gonna
1: say. Speaking of celebrities that you've said I'm not allowed to be around, um, did you see that Kyle Chandler of Friday Night Lights and his wife adopted a dog from Austin Pets Alive today? No. So I follow Austin Pets Alive on the Instas, and
0: you also follow Kyle Chandler, and I don't mean on social media. Is, that is that is a
1: lie. Please do not put out any sort of restraining order. He is or an ex-
0: APB. Or a bolo. Exaggerating.
1: Um, but Kyle Chandler lives in our local Austin area, and-
0: I thought you were gonna be like, "Kyle Chandler lives at 325.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Give out an address.
1: Um, I do not know his address. People are gonna get the wrong idea. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Austin Pets Alive is looking for people to foster during the whole coronavirus thing. Cause they like, were like, we, we can't let people come into the shelter right now. And so apparently Kyle and his wife, Catherine, showed up to pick up a dog to foster and they ended up falling in love with the dog and adopting it.
0: Did you know what kind of dog it was? Um, did you say what kind of dog? I, it was? I don't
1: think it said that it was like kind of like a little black dog. Mm. But, and I was just also glad to have uh, validation that he still lives in the area. So, <laughs> you mean confirmation that mm. he still lives in the area? Confirmation, yes, yes. Um, also, like, did they have to put on an address? Just asking for a friend. <laughs>
0: a second ago you were like this is ridiculous i'd never follow him anyway if i could find his personal information um i uh i i hate meeting celebrities i don't like it i've gotten less happy about it anytime i see one even if like i think i've said this before if it's like a independent wrestler i see somewhere and they walk by and say something i have friends who are like go to see wrestling shows with me and they're like oh go say hi you love them and i'm like no 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 no." it's like literally they want you to come over and buy a shirt and say hello and i'm like "No, no no just given you, you take
1: the money, you get the shirt up extra large, you know. Uh, I, I am hoping. I hope that they still live in the Austin area, but I'm hoping to run into like Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst, like out and about, because mm. I feel like I'd be like, hey guys, hey Torrance, should we do some cheers?
0: The most Tara and me level of good looks on a celebrity couple there is is Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plem- Plemons.
1: You were so mean to Jesse Plemons.
0: I don't like how that sentence went. what do you mean by that?
1: You called him fat Damon before.
0: I said I've heard someone call him fat Damon. Okay.
1: You to me were like, "Oh yeah, Justin Plummen's fat Damon."
0: <laughs> I just heard that. I thought it was funny. Um I uh let's see. I the the B story on this one was really the one that interested me more so than the Same. A story. The A story was funny. But I love little cheese and, and meat shops like this. Again, I don't want to ever usually buy stuff there. I don't like talking to the people in there. <laughs> like mm. when I, I, Although minutes ago I said I was an extrovert, I don't like the meeting people part. If I can get past that, I'm like, let's talk forever. But it's just like, hello, new person. I don't know what to do with so you. So I
1: have a friend who works at a cheese shop just right by my apartment here. Um,
0: no kidding. Yeah.
1: And so, um, full disclosure, we went on two dates and then decided that we shouldn't date, but that we should stay friends. Um, and it's
0: which you should definitely keep dating his cheese shop.
1: <laughs> um, no, but I've been in like I have some cheese in my fridge right now from the cheese shop because I was like, oh, I'm work from home all week. I should have some nice cheese to eat as snacks and.
0: Mm, what kind of cheese, Laura? Oh,
1: I have a a nice um, a Swiss that tastes more like a cheddar. I have something that you immediately did this <laughs> with your hand,
0: the like rubbing like your some fingers against your thumbs and be like, I have a nice sweet Swiss- uh, I
1: have I have a gouda, <laughs> I have something that's called like tr- truffle trimmer, which is really good. And then, oh, what is the soft cheese? The really soft cheese that I, I don't, I'd have to go look. I'm, I'm looking at my fridge as though my fridge is going to tell me, but um,
0: I would have dated this guy longer. I'm just saying.
1: He, he's great <laughs> you're right he's, he, he's he's great just because we are not romantically involved doesn't mean we still cannot be friends and i cannot go you would to definitely
0: his... be getting better cheese deals if you're romantically involved is all i'm saying
1: you know i mean i think there's a word for that so cheese
0: boy call me
1: um any smart
0: that's the <laughs> word for that smart i liked uh martin's reaction to the uh cost I liked it wasn't su- it, was, it, it wasn't super like overly snooty that the guy kicked him out like Martin was kind of being a I, jackass I wrote down
1: Martin is atrocious like like
0: he, that guy like that's a small business owner and he owns that shop and you're like these are overpriced well, it's like you don't have a right to do that
1: well also there's nothing that says okay you think it's overpriced take your business elsewhere yeah like,
0: shut your mouth shut your big gazoo as I think uh, Martin often
1: tells Frazier Bazoo, bazoo, no. yes. Yeah, I was very like unpleasantly surprised because Martin is all about like, especially like when they go to the um oh what's it called the the grist mill and yeah and, and he's like or
0: no 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 it's not the grist mill
1: no it is the the restaurant
0: mm, how much you want to bet mm,
1: a six pack of beer
0: okay, okay. uh. Uh, a, a shiner of some kind so we can get within a range
1: sure no i'm not wasn't, okay. i wasn't gonna go for like super fancy here
0: restaurant and episode three of frazier i believe it's the timber mill i, restaurant I was just Sinkara about to say it.
1: or the timber mill
0: i think that's not it episode three season one frazier some good... We'll have to edit this out. Some good... you keep saying Cigar Volante. That's not it.
1: The Cigar volante. Oh, no.
0: Maybe that's the one they wanted to go to.
1: The Cigar Volant. Sure. Butcher the French language. No,
0: I... Mm, I know it's a rustic steak, cross.
1: See, I... But be a, I, I, I was also about to say that I think it's the Timber Mill, so... You said the Grist I know, but then I was about to say, or the Timber Mill...
0: But you didn't. Okay. Lots of things could have happened. But what actually happened was I won a six pack of Shiner.
1: Well, we don't know that.
0: Anyway, while you look. You vamp, I'll find this out.
1: Well, so in the same vein where he's like, be nice to the people that work here. I, I kind of, I mean, I get that it's like the complete opposite and that he thinks everything is really overpriced and snooty. But I'm just like, you walked into this person's establishment
0: Absolutely. And like, you should, you just shouldn't do that. Like, any, any way, shape, or form, like, wherever you are, again, it, it it's this guy's place. And the guy is never, it's like I said, it's not like the soup Nazi where it's like, you're walking on eggshells or you're going to get yes. kicked out. Like, Martin deserved to get kicked out.
1: Yes. And like, I'm like, Martin, you didn't have to buy anything. It's not a surprise that your sons paid by overpriced meats and cheeses and things. So. Is it the timber mill? It's the timber mill. Okay, well, I'm not too surprised. Since I thought it might be the timber mill. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> I, 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 I don't wish what Ryan just did on anything. <laughs> what I think he doesn't realize is that the microphone obscures so much of his face, and so much of it, all I saw were his eyes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was-
0: I looked like the ghost from...
1: Yes, just it's so it's. I just oh, it's so scary. Oh my gosh, I feel like I feel like my face is very hot right now.
0: Okay, sorry. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I I think that was a um,
1: uh, one thing i know oh, i'm sorry thing I'm did ask, you even what's... just say english you were like Yaz-a-a-a-a. No,
0: I'm, saying, I'm telling you i'm this is this is this is things are good we're going downhill quick listen 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 laurel listen <laughs> i loved the the whole dog food part of it though where it's like you have to get your dog like eddie tried the really fancy dog food jane Jane's dogs are like that her her, she mean, does a lot of travel, so she gives her
1: a... Waylon and, and Willie.
0: Willie and Waylon. Yeah. And she leaves them with her parents, and her parents, like, cook chicken and rice for them, and, like, only feed them, like, goat's milk and stuff like that. So Jane comes home, and she tries to give them kibble or anything. And they're like, no. Now, the good part about that is that means they don't always eat all the... St- the treats she gets them from Bark Box and stuff, so Lady gets those treats. So therefore, Lady, I'm trying to make sure my mouse a little bit more on screen so I don't look like <laughs> that again. But uh, Lady gets all those treats. Um, but I did like that he was like, "Oh, they have the tarragon! I know he <laughs> new was tarragon he was flavor. Like, they have a new tarragon flavor." And I love that switch, because I feel like I've done that too, where I get more excited about the treats and the food I'm giving my dog. Or the something dog. that you dog's previously... Dog's like, I eat poop sometimes.
1: <laughs> something that you previously <laughs> thought was snooty and, like, overpriced. Right, exactly. You're now like, ooh! <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, Tara never... Have you ever been to a store where they have a whole bunch of dog treats and they have, like, dried duck's heads? No. I've been vetoed for getting those for Lady at like Tomlinson's, but man, do I want to give her one? I don't one even sometime know what that is. See, she does.
1: see Le- it's
0: a it's a duck head that's been dehydrated. No, I'm saying Tomlinson's. Oh, Tomlinson's.
1: I, I think I could figure out what a dried duck. Well, head I didn't know
0: if you thought maybe it was just like a fun name for something. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's legitimately just cut dry. So
1: Leo is slightly not necessarily odd, but he's just very simple with the treats he likes. Like once I got him mm-hmm. some like. Peanut butter milk bones, because he loves peanut butter. And I was like, yes. And mm. he would pick it up and, like, lick it twice and then leave it and be like, no.
0: I can't think of anything ladies ever not eaten. Like, the closest she's ever come to not eating something is when I've eaten something hot and there's hot sauce on my mm. face and she licks me and goes, oh, no. <laughs> like, that's about it. She's done that, like, once or twice. I mean,
1: I will say this is before Leo went on his diet that he's now been on for, like, almost close to a year. And so now he's hangry all the time. So it's possible, he would eat those now. But... Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, um, do we want to talk a little bit more about the a plot of this? <laughs> I only really had a few things that I thought was great about it.
1: Sure, tell me about those things.
0: Oh, it was just like we said earlier, where it's Roz acting funny, and then the the the, the end where Fraser. I want to say God is didn't get not Fraser didn't get his comeuppance, but Fraser like won in the end. Felt, like, got vindicated. Kind of yes, yeah, he 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 had that little strut when he walked away, and it was Fraser being mean, but. It didn't really hurt the guy. It wasn't like the guy sang and then was embarrassed. He just sang and was terrible, and everybody else realized it, and Frasier was happy that they found something he wasn't... You know, he's like, oh, nobody's perfect.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree. Um, I also enjoy... Because Fraser, you know, thinks he's hot stuff, and Mm -hmm. that all of these different, you know, facets of his life make him, like, unique. And it was just kind of nice to see somebody... Also, somebody yes. just be so, um, oh, my God, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, unassuming about it to just be like, right, oh, wow, right. Harvard, that's amazing. I would have loved to go to Harvard, but I would dogs yeah to like,
0: like, he wasn't a jerk about yeah. it. He was just like, like, like I, I like the part where Fraser diagnosed the woman and the guy's like, you should have more protein in the morning. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Yes Like I liked him just being like I think you should do this And he was just right You know he wasn't snooty mm-hmm. He wasn't snobby He wasn't a jerk he was, he was
1: being actually like Rather what was it Is it self-effacing Is that the word Or self-deprecating Where he's like I, This is why you have this job Because I would have just said She was yeah. hypoglycemic. He uh
0: Well I mean I guess That's another thing That they don't really talk about But that's one other way He's better than Fraser Is he's humbler mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: More humble He's more humble. He's, he, he's humble. Yes, that. He's humble and Fraser is not. Um, but of course, Fraser wouldn't notice that. Uh, one more thing I did want to talk about is the whole, like, weird Gil Ches- Not weird. I really like this thing. The Gil Chesterton scene where they discover Gil's not gay. Yes. <laughs> and how they discover it's like, well, didn't you like him? He's like, what are you talking about? What are you insinuating?
1: It, the, the Deb, who they thought was his cat, is actually his wife, who went to Sarah Lawrence my- and is the owner of a successful auto body repair shop. <laughs> i mean i
0: didn't like the idea that like he's dating they're both closeted gays or whatever they're insinuating but i do like the idea of a very effeminate man falling in love with a masculine Mm -hmm. woman like i like the idea of those two energies finding a place and balance but in different vessels or whatever (laughs) different vessels than normal
1: i also enjoyed that i really like the part where he was like oh just because i'm a man who dresses well and knows how to use a pastry bag i'm like you know what Two important qualities that everybody should know. So,
0: exactly.
1: like, don't let anyone pin you in a corner.
0: This is probably overdoing it, but a minute, I I have a problem when I talk about like the, even the terms masculine and feminine. But a minute ago, I said "then is normal." I just wanted people to know that I don't mean that cisgender norm, is heteronormative things are normal. So, just putting that out there. Anyway, I liked it. I thought it was funny. I, I always get a kick out of Gil when he's around. You do
1: really like Gil?
0: I do. <laughs> Speaking of which, we listeners, we need to start. We'll we need to start. We're thinking about putting together a. Oh, we are. Uh, we are. I don't want to give it away, but it's it's oh. it's something to do oh. with the reoccurring characters of Fraser that we've met up to this point. So if you've got one that's one of your favorites, we need let's say about sixteen of them.
1: Hmm. And
0: uh, hmm. What will we be doing? And then we'll have something fun to do during this uh, during this quarantine time. But if you've got a favorite, uh recurring character who's been on the show for two episodes or more up to this point let us know send it to us uh and we'll uh, boy that would be a perfect segue into how to get a hold of us but we do have to rate this episode so unless you've got some lols why don't you go ahead and rate it
1: i don't but we did have a guest caller
0: we did and it was someone i didn't know who it was they were. jill clayberg Mm-hmm. who
1: I'm pretty sure I um if I'm thinking of the correct person and I meant to look her up but I got distracted by Patty LaPone's Wikipedia page as one does <laughs> um but I believe I know her from the show Dirty Sexy Money um I don't believe she I, I believe she passed away um but she's was apparently rather like had a rather prolific career I only know her from a show that was on for like 1.5 seasons but
0: she was in Bridesmaids as Annie's mm-hmm. mom, apparently. She was. Um, I spent a few minutes of that time looking through what I thought was the episode cast list and it was like really large. I'm like, this is weird. And there was like FBI agent, FBI agent. I'm like, what am I looking at? It was I was on the enough page still. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking for the collar and that. But um anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I just taking a sip of water, so it was. A little...
0: <laughs> that was not a sip. That was a big gulp. But um, yeah, I did. You, I, I I I'm ready to rate it. Okay, well, go for it. I think I'm going to give this one five. Remember when I said I was ready to? No, what was the name of the drink he did? The uh, the pink drink that everyone loved. Oh at
1: the party. oh I, oh! I don't remember.
0: Oh man, I'm gonna figure it out. You go. You, I'll come back and I'll say it again.
1: Okay. Um, I think I would give this. Um. Five of the like really fancy prosciutto that uh Niles was ordering. This is where I realized that my tastes have really elevated since I was you know 12 or 13, which is likely when this episode aired. Because almost every single thing that Niles was like purchasing and like talking to him about, I was like, Well, that sounds delicious. Yes, I love that. So, um, so
0: so I would give it five pink Webers. And while I was looking up the name of that drink, friends, there is a Reddit page where people speculate what would be in a pink. Weber. And here's one recipe one shot regular rum, one shot coconut rum, one third cup fruit punch, one third cup pineapple juice, one fifth banana, one to two strawberries, ice blended. Couple things. I don't believe that the Cranes had fruit punch unless he got it out of. Yeah. Unless Martin had it specifically.
1: What? Also, I doubt they were blending drinks.
0: I don't know, but anyway, I would give it five Pink webers. Again, like the previous one, it was fine.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think this is an especially memorable one. Um, yeah. So. Uh.
0: So, yeah. How, so, like we were saying earlier. However, oh, the previous ahead,
1: one, very memorable. Perhaps a favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was just <laughs> with a flourish. NC. Guys, if you have a... If you have a recurring character, like we were saying earlier, if you have a recurring character that you want to let us know or you want to tell us what you think was in a pink Weber, uh, let us know. Our email is craniacs at gmail.com. That's C R A N E I A C S. We're we're at craniacs on Twitter. We're craniacs of Fraser podcast on Facebook. Check us out. That's where we post a lot of links about the stuff we're talking about. Uh, And feel free to start your own topics. Tell us what you're doing with all this, all your time. being quarantined and give us a five star review on stitcher spotify overcast and itunes let us know how you think we're doing unless you want to tell us that it's less than perfect actually you know what you can tell us how terrible we are you can you can say terrible things about me not about laurel how dare you but you can say terrible things about me as long as you give us a five star review yeah. if you want to give us a four star or lower review you hear something sorry as soon as i said that <laughs> i heard tara outside me off. Uh, if you want to give us a four-star lower review, well, Laurel's got a, a recommendation of what you could be doing with your time instead.
1: Yes. Uh, during these isolating times, uh, we, we are lucky in that we have the internet at our disposal. And I have been charmed by the number of animal-affiliated organizations, mainly zoos, some ranches, that are just, like, posting Facebook Lives or videos or holding, like, lessons for kids. I believe that the the Shed Aquarium, which I think is in Chicago? Yes, okay.
0: Chicago. Chicago posted... And it's wonderful.
1: <laughs> well, I've... Sadly, have never been, but obviously I need to go. They, um let the penguins wander around there, like wander, wander around the interior of the aquarium. And they post a video of it. and It's just really cute. There's a ranch here in Texas called Indian Springs Ranch, which is um, posting videos of their morning and nightly feedings, which just shows all the animals like congregating. I believe it's either the Cleveland or the Cincinnati Zoo is um, every day at like 3 p.m., <clears throat> The zookeepers are, like, talking in depth about one of the animals. I think today's or yesterday's was porcupines. Um, I just, as an adult, find all of this to be delightful and charming and a good escape. And, um, yeah, so I just encourage people to either look at one of the things I just mentioned or kind of find your own. Follow a zoo or animal sanctuary on Instagram or Facebook, and I'm sure they will, like, post something um and just a, a little escapism um since we can't go to zoos right now uh for for the folks uh, yes something you want to share with Sp- the class
0: i was gonna say speaking of animals did you hear that the world health organization uh declared that uh dogs cannot get covid-19 and so order that the quarantined ones be released oh i
1: didn't know that there were quarantined ones
0: yes in fact who let the dogs out I can't drop this mic cuz it's on a stand. It's gonna take a lot of work. So, on that note, <laughs> I we'll see you next time. I'm Ryan. I'm Moral. And we're listening.
1: Bye y'all. <laughs>